This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. John goes in and turns it over. Seven seconds, six. Wizards can win it. Russell Westbrook puts it up. No good. Trey's got it. And the Hawks hang on to win. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you. Thanks uh, for hanging out on this Tuesday. We are uh, live on 1430 The Bet in Denver, 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago, Chicago's new home for wagertainment, and 93.1 FM HD3 in Los Angeles. We are on Twitter at BetQL Daily. Also listen on the Odyssey app and check us out, the video version on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Ostrowski and Ranji, and uh, we are getting closer and closer to the NBA playing tournament. And now joining us is Michael Gallagher, senior NBA writer for Establish the Run at Michael S. Gallagher. That was a thing last night, Michael, uh, with uh, Russ and what he was able to accomplish. Not only does he hit the 20K points, an 8K assist mark, um, that kind of goes under the radar because he broke Oscar Robertson's record for the most triple doubles in a career, and Westy has a lot of time left. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's insane. And, I mean, just the fact that his his assist numbers are what's really the craziest part to me. And I yeah. looked it up this morning. Over his last five games, uh, obviously he's had almost 19 assists per game, but he has, like, 32 potential assists per game. So it's not even like he's getting lucky with his teammates making shots. He's just creating like a whole team's worth of uh, assist opportunities. Uh, and then another fun thing is he's been just like cleaning up on uncontested rebounds. We know the Steven Adams stuff from OKC days. It's just, it was crazy to see him, you know, maybe being close on the rebound side last night. Um, but yeah, it, it's just ridiculous. If you play DFS, just Westbrook, you just can't fade him. He says he's the best playmaker in the game. Is he right? I mean, the stats right now say, yeah, for sure. Uh, just because he has such volume. But, um, yeah, I, I really can't, uh, can't argue with it right now. Yeah. I but mean, LeBron, he when would... LeBron comes back, we'll see, we'll see what LeBron has to say about that. But uh, <laughs> he's definitely up there. He was minus 400 to get a triple-double. I, I don't think I've seen any. Like the PRA, like those numbers, points, rebounds, and assists, just at levels I haven't seen before. And he doesn't disappoint with Beal off the court, 28, 21, and 13 as well uh, to cash those triple-double tickets. It's, uh, it's, it's an incredible run. H- how do we have these historical conversations? Because both of us grew up watching a lot of Michael Jordan and – of course, many will say greatest player of all time in today's game, Jordan would do this or Jordan would do that. 
and it's just things we'll never know. And he's he's breaking all these uh, Oscar Robertson records, like the Big O. If he was playing today, like, uh, these counting stats. As long as these players have long careers, decide to keep playing, they're all going to be smashed, right? Yeah, and they're really racking them up. I'll say that I, I triple doubles are one of my most overrated stats, just because hey, I had ten rebounds versus nine. It's kind of silly, but yeah, uh, just with the way the game's being played, I mean, everyone's been talking about the Stephen Curry three pointers and how he's been shooting and how he's going to break Ray Allen pretty soon for total threes, including the playoffs. Uh, yeah, just a different style of game. Um, you know, a lot more assist opportunities for guys with the way teams are shooting more jumpers, so they're more assisted, uh, especially from three, obviously. So, yeah, um, the game is, is just a stat, faster pace as well. So the game is just designed to really up stats. But uh, people, guys aren't playing the 38 minutes a game like we normally would do, well, except for like Joyce Randall. But, um, yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's fun. I love the NBA right now. What's interesting, and there are a lot of interesting storylines right now. Um, you mentioned LeBron when we were talking about about uh, Russ a moment ago, and that he changes a lot of things for the Lakers, certainly does, and for the prospects of them winning the title. Wh- how do you assess the Lakers when you don't really know about him? You don't know how healthy he is or is going to be. Anthony Davis is playing great right now, but you don't know if that's enough. And they're going to be in the play-in tournament. They're going to be in the play-in game, at, at least to start, most likely. So how do you assess the Lakers? And and if you wanted to bet them, I mean, are you less likely to do it now if you're if you're talking about the uh, NBA championship? Yeah, I will say I've dialed up my level of concern. I was never really concerned until probably like last week. Uh, and then my concerns were tempered a little bit when we saw AD just destroy the Suns on Sunday. But, um, yeah, you got to be a little bit worried. I mean, this high ankle thing, the fact that he came back, probably came back too soon. Is he going to come back too soon again? Uh, so you got to worry about all that. I mean, as, as amazing as LeBron is, he's not a spring chicken anymore. We know he's, like, probably the most fit, durable athlete maybe ever. But um, you got to worry about that when you're going to try to play, you know, if they want to make a title run, you know, 20 games, uh, when you're playing 36, 38 minutes a game in good competition games. So, uh, certainly more risk. I think that the, the teams that they're going to play in the first round, whether it's the the Jazz or the Suns, they can beat them. Uh, the Jazz, the Suns have not played good defense. They're 27th in defense over the last month, uh, including terrible half court defense. They've actually been playing great offense. So I think they got a shot. We saw Utah's not healthy either. Um, I mean, Don Mitchell's got that ankle as well. He's not back yet. Mike Conley also not back from a hamstring. He aggravated again. So. Yeah, certainly uh, it's a little unusual to see the top two, especially with the Warriors too, the top two seeds are a little more vulnerable. So I still, I still think the Lakers are actually a pretty decent bet. With Michael Gallagher, establish the run here on BetQL Daily. It's Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji with you. Uh, so let's look at this playing scenario. Um, we think it's, it's not a lock, but the Lakers could be involved, and we all agree that they're going to be in the playoffs here. Uh, the playing tournament starts in a week. So of these other three teams that will definitely be participating, we've got the Warriors, the Grizzlies, and the Spurs. What's the other team that makes the play-in? That makes the playoffs, I'm sorry. Uh, it's going to be the Warriors, I feel like. The way they're playing, they're playing out of this world uh, with the Lakers being one team. As a matter of fact, since James Weissman went down, they have the number one defense in the NBA. 
uh, over about a month sample. Uh, they've just been fantastic in the front court um, with rebounding better and obviously Steph's playing great. Uh, and then also without Kelly Oubre is another kind of addition by subtraction. Uh, as it turns out, the, the Draymond and Steph have a plus 17-2 net rating on the season in a 600-minute uh, sample uh, without Weissman and Oubre. So losing those two guys has been a positive, despite how, if you check Bradley Beal's Twitter account, you might not think much of Kent Bazemore, but he's been doing, <laughs> doing a good job for them. Um, so yeah, I think the Warriors, I think they're dangerous. Uh, I hate to be so re- such recency bias, but they're playing great. Steph's firing at will, firing a lot. He's so efic- efficient. And getting him more shots is always a good thing. So uh, I think the the one-two matchups are going to be really fun. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Warriors right now, even with Steph playing the way he is and Draymond's playing well too, uh, they're still like a hundred to one to to win the Western Conference. Did do you, is it possible for that team? Maybe possible is not the right word because I guess anything is. But is it? Um, how likely would you be to bet on them going on an incredible run and winning the West? I a hundred to one. How bad could it be? Right. Uh, right. I think that's a pretty good bet. Uh, yeah. They're, again, they're, they're playing like one of the best teams in the NBA right now. And I, I, I think that legitimately losing Weissman has really helped them. Uh, and other guys like want us Anderson's playing Better than Ubre, in my opinion. Um, Jordan Poole is kind of inconsistent, but he had gave them really good minutes last night. Everyone's playing pretty well. So, um, I mean, even just going for the first-round upset, I don't know what those odds would be, but that's probably something I'd be interested in taking. Uh, Michael, what about in the Eastern Conference with the play-in scenarios? Right now it's Boston 7, Charlotte 8, Indiana the 9, Washington the 10. And the Wizards are obviously a dangerous team. Teams don't want to face them. I wouldn't want to. Being the 10, you need two wins. doesn't matter. They could uh, easily make the playoffs. And they are plus 120 to make the playoffs. And Charlotte only needs to win once. And Charlotte is plus 125. Uh, Between those four teams, which two are going to make the playoff? Uh, It's crazy, but I think the Wizards are probably the favorite. Uh, Indiana, the Stills have Malcolm Brogdon back. Their defense is a disaster. They keep playing the stay-home defense to limit threes, and they get killed in the paint every game. Um, and the Hornets, they had a really bad loss to a shorthanded Pelicans team, uh, which is usually not their MO. They usually close out games extremely well. But And Boston just lost Jalen Brown. So, uh, I mean, the Wizards are the only team that's really trending up despite the loss yesterday, close game against a good team. So I definitely think the Wizards would be one. And I'm, I guess Boston, just hoping that <laughs> Jason Tatum has two home games and can – win one of them if, if they do lose the first game. So I'd probably pick uh, the seven Celtics and 10 Wizards. Well, let's talk about the top of that conference then, because the 76ers are close to clinching that that first uh, seed in the playoffs. The Brooklyn Nets are are second right now, and uh, the Bucks are a game behind them. But if you look at the odds, as it stands, Brooklyn is still the favorite to win the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee is at plus 325, and 
The Sixers are 350. Who do you like in the conference to come out of the East? Yeah, I've been pretty pro-Brooklyn most of the season, and now that we know James Harden has a shot to play Wednesdays and ramping up for over a week now, I think he's going to be good to go. I think he'll be ready for a full workload in the playoffs. So I just don't see how teams can keep the Nets under 120 for four games and beat them. Uh, I know I know they're going to give up a lot of points and stuff too, but I'm just so sold on their brand of basketball and how it's going to be hard to defend them. So I would still lean them. But the Sixers are playing great. They're actually healthy. And um, the Bucks are playing better too. Drew Holiday is certainly going to be able to Limit Kyrie, that's going to really be a really fun series. They got P.J. Tucker, who could maybe slow down Kevin Durant, um, but they still got James Harden. So, um, yeah, I, I would still say the Nets, but uh, the Sixers are probably going to smoke the Knicks, unfortunately, if, if they do get them in the second round. But it's it's they're playing well. They'll, they'll clinch the one seed tonight as they maul the Pacers. But uh, give me Brooklyn still. Uh, do you think the Wizards was, would have a puncher's chance against the Sixers in a first-round matchup? Uh, I mean, I don't. Maybe they'll get a game or two, but I just think they, they can't defend Embiid, uh, and they they just yeah. don't have enough defense to really slow them down. And then, I mean, Bradley Beal's hamstring sounds minor, but you know, maybe he's not able to go, you know, thirty eight, forty minutes a game uh, as he's been playing awesome. But it's a little discouraging. You hate to see those hamstring injuries uh, really likely to be aggravated uh, among soft tissue injuries too. Anything change for you in the coach of the year conversation? I, I still think it's Tibbs. It the base of the betting market, it looks like it's it's going to be Monty, but uh, I just think Chris yeah. Paul is an extension of the coaching staff. Um, you know, kind of gives him a huge bonus. But I would give it to Tibbs, but it looks like it's going to be Monty. Yeah. Do you do you understand that? I know you follow the Suns closely. Uh, Monty yeah. is minus three hundred five right now. Snyder and Tibbs both tied as the second favorite at plus two hundred. So the part that I don't get, Michael, is uh, the Suns are now the second seed, a game and a half back. Jazz end up losing last night, so the Suns gain a game. I I just don't get that, man. Like, if it's going to be one of those Western Conference teams, you would think it, it'd be the one seed. Yeah, I mean, just based on expectations. You know, they were yeah. borderline. Everyone's saying, like, you know, 7-8, they got Chris Paul now. They can make the playoffs, and they've exceeded expectations. Uh I think the Knicks have by far exceeded expectations. We were all talking about lottery and all this and that, and they've yeah. been playing great. Their defense has been really good. And, you know, so many players, like, just count it up. Like, Reggie Bullock, Julius Randle, Derek Rose is playing really well. R.J. Barrett took a huge step forward. Like, every player they're counting on is playing a lot better. Whereas, like, you know, DeAndre Ayton played okay. Chris Paul's Chris Paul. Devin Booker hasn't even really improved that much. Um, Jay Crowder's really good. Like it's, they haven't really improved based on uh, like where the where they were as far as individual performances. So credit the coaching staff. So I think Tibbs is clearly the coach of the year to me. I'm I'm looking and, and Joe, you said that Monty was minus three oh five. Is that what you got? Yeah, some places that's uh, okay. Because I'm seeing at points bet he's one seventy six. That's crazy. So yeah, and then. And that did change over the last couple of weeks because, you know, Thibodeau was was right there. Is this just a, a function of how you think people are going to vote? Is that why why Thibodeau's no longer the favorite? Yeah, I don't I don't I think Monty was always kind of up there, right? Uh, I don't yeah. follow all that too closely, but okay. yeah, um, maybe they've just been slipping a little bit. Um, but and getting close to the finish line here because they're going to finish top two where the Knicks you know, could finish six uh, if the things don't break right. But 
yeah, um, it's it's crazy that he's so far ahead to me. And yeah, I guess maybe people, maybe the betting market just knows that people are going to bet a certain way. Cause that's that's a crazy line. Sure. Fascinating to me. Uh, Mike, final minute. Anything uh, that you really like tonight? Uh, yeah, I think the Sixers are going to maul the Pacers. Uh, you know, they're going for it. They clinched tonight, so they could kind of rest up uh, going into the playoffs. I think they're going to go full go. And Pacers on a back-to-back, going to be banged up. Uh, played a pretty you know, competitive game overall. They're just really shorthanded. I think they're going to smash them. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, I think that the Mavs, too, kind of for the same reasons. Grizzlies played back-to-back. Mavs certainly going for it. You like to see that. Um, Jaron Jackson, you know, could be managed. That'll probably help out. He's been playing a lot better. So um, into those two games. And then Miami's probably easy to like, too, against Boston. I think they, uh, they, they got a little unlucky with the way things broke out to make it close over the weekend. But I think those... Um, three teams will, will kind of take care of business tonight. I hate, I hate to bet all favorites, but uh, I'll be lame today. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind that. Last night, all underdogs. So it wouldn't surprise me if we see more favorites uh, come through this evening in the association. Michael Gallagher at Michael S. Gallagher on Twitter, senior NBA writer for Establish the Run. We're going to talk some hockey next. We know the 16 teams in the postseason on the BetQL Audio Network.